Let's go to this particular anointing, the deliverance anointing. In Mark 5, in Mark chapter 5, from verse 15, a crowd soon gathered around Jesus. And they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane. And they were all afraid. They were all what? He was perfectly what? Perfectly sane. He was sitting fully clothed. Perfect. Listen to me. Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just, uh, uh, let's just go. Verse 16. Uh, then those who had seen what happened told others about, this, about the demon-possessed man and the pigs. In verse 17, the Bible continues, And the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. The people. Jesus had gone to another country to, to do ministry. And when demons began to come out, People gathered themselves and began to do toy toy protests to say they want Jesus to leave and go back home. That's when you know this is a special anointing here for deliverance. I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> now, see the scripture there. And the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. Now, verse 18, the Bible says what? It says, as Jesus was getting into the boat, going back, because people said, leave. We don't need you here. The man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. 19, but Jesus said, no, go home to your family and let them, uh, and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. Verse 20. So the man started off to visit the 10 towns of that region. How many towns? Wow. What an anointing. And began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he had told them. Now I want to say this thing to all of you here. There is a special anointing. Hear this. What just happened here was a special anointing for deliverance. Somebody who had a legion of demons. Demons living. Somebody who was even mentally disturbed. Being set free. Because the anointing was available. Can I speak an anointing of deliverance to your life? I command the anointing of deliverance. To go into your family. To go into anyone you know. Even you in the name of Jesus. Receive this special anointing. Receive this special anointing. Receive this special anointing. Receive the special anointing. Somebody shall receive anointing for deliverance. Because the Bible says how Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. That he went around doing good and healing all those who were possessed by the devil. For God was with him. 
The Bible says God anointed Jesus. It was a special anointing for deliverance. He himself also said it in Luke 4.18. He said, the spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me too. Set free those that are possessed. So there's a special anointing for deliverance. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? You can actually catch it now. Your eye receive is on loud and clear. Your eye receive is on loud and clear. Somebody shout, I receive it. Say yes, 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 yes. Can we go ahead? Are you ready for this another anointing? Are you ready for this one? We have what is called the Isaac anointing. Some say the Isaac anointing. I want to hear you say louder. Isaac anointing. Isaac anointing is anointing for strategies. And business expansion. It is what? Business strategy. And what? And expansion. Or growth. God gave us anointing. What you need to do now. You must catch anointing for business strategy and growth you can catch it are you following what I'm saying somebody say I'm following I'm following anointing for what business strategy and what expansion I want to expand. I want to, I want to, you want to what? Uh, Papa, nothing I touch is growing. You have no anointing. Anointing, it is the ability to cause a change. So there's an anointing you can cause change to your business around you. Do you know what happens? In Genesis 26, are you here? In Genesis 26, Lako Prakiha. From verse 11, let me show you something here. Then Abimelech issued a public proclamation. Anyone who touches this man or his wife will be put to death. Wait a minute. We, we have to understand who Abimelech was. There was an order, first of protection. Now let's see the second scripture. Verse 12. When Isaac invested, planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more. How many times profits? Can you imagine what you, you, you can profit as profits? Can you imagine if you multiply them hundred times? Not only hundred times, more. What is special anointing? 
Do you know where it is coming from? In verse 3 of the same chapter. In verse 3, what happened? In verse 3 of Genesis 26, what happened? Just check it out. All right? In Genesis 26, verse 3. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. Who's talking? Who is he speaking to? Isaac. So God is telling him, I will what? I will do, I will do this. So God gives him an anointing in verse 3. When he got the anointing in verse 3, in verse 12, he invested. And, and gained profit. How many times? 100 times. That's not our story. Let's go back to verse 12. Uh, it says what? For the Lord, Isaac planted his crops that year. He harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted. And there's a reason why. It says because of anointing. For the Lord blessed him. Can I release this anointing to somebody? Are you aware what will happen from tonight? Whatever you shall put your hand, it shall receive anointing of multiplication. It shall receive anointing of multiplication. Shout amen like a thunder. I decree in the name of the Lord this very minute. God is waking out. He told me, release this anointing to your sons, your daughters. And they shall do express. They shall get anointing of expansion. Now watch in verse 13, anointing of expansion working in the life of, uh, uh, of Isaac. Verse 13, it says what? He became a very what? The story is so simple. For the Lord was with him. He had the anointing. And the man became what? A very rich man. And his wealth continued. Underline the word continued to grow. So it is possible for you to receive a breakthrough. But your breakthrough may not continue to what? To grow. So we have people who will be like, I received a breakthrough. Papa, I have a testimony. I got a breakthrough. Question is, is your breakthrough growing? Is your miracle continuing to grow? You need a special anointing like Isaac. There is the Isaac anointing. You get a miracle and it begins to what? Can I release it? If you are serious about it, stand up on your feet. I release an anointing tonight of business expansion wherever you shall go whatever you shall touch it will expand it will grow it will expand every the anointing of strategy and business and growth and expansion receive it in the name of Jesus sit down Let's go to the anointing of favor.
Somebody say the anointing of favor. There is a special anointing. This is called the anointing of favor. These are types of anointing. You need to tap into them. <laughs> there is an anointing of favor. This one works into everything. Do you know Esther in the Bible? She had an anointing of favor. No, you didn't hear what I just said. In fact, she was actually anointed for marriage. There was a special anointing. The Bible says, he who finds a what? No, not a wife. Speak properly, not, not wife. No. <laughs> a wife. <laughs> he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from where? Did you hear that? Yes. Now, did the Bible say he who God gives a wife? No. Did the Bible say he who God gives a wife? No. But he who what? No. Finds. So first of all, let's cancel this theory. Where men go like, I'm praying for God to give me a wife. Shut up. responsibility? Is it God's liability or your responsibility? God washes his hands. Because if he does not, do you know what is going to happen? When, when you be leaving her, you'll be like, God gave me, I think I didn't see properly. You will start blaming God. It is your responsibility. Hear this. He who finds a wife, finds a good thing. If you don't have a wife, you don't have a good thing. So there's a special favor which is obtained in a marriage. The Bible says, and he obtains favor. He what? So if you're not married, your husband is not even aware of how much favor he is missing. I might speak to somebody here. Now, now I want to show you something. Let's go to the book of Esther. All right? Quickly. Let's go to the book of Esther. Are you following? Chapter 2, verse 17. There was a mission. God anointed Esther. We may have our Esthers of this generation. Listen to this. 
people who get favor from God, they get amazing, amazing families. The problem is, people are looking for a good husband, and husbands are looking for a good wife. So, who is good? Now, that's, that's a question. Who is good? So, the Bible speaks, and I just like this, what the Bible here is talking about. It says, he who finds, finds a good thing and obtains favor. And obtains what? So we have men here who married. There's a special anointing they got, but they don't even know. And we have women who have favor and they don't even know. So in this, in this context, who is a favor? Who brings favor? So do you know why marriages break? Because the devil knows this concept. Are you following or you are? Are you following or you are lost? Are you following or you are lost? I want to show you something here. There is something which most marriages and families are not tapping into. There's a special anointing God is releasing and has released. In Esther chapter 4, okay, verse 17, the Bible speaks the boldness that you're going to see here. It says, so Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Go following scripture. In chapter 5 verse 1, this is where I want you to hear. Alright? On the third day of the fast. Now you're hearing those things now. Fast. You're hearing the fasting? Now I told you what brings anointing? Prayer and fasting. Now, in, in Esther chapter 2, when you read in Esther chapter 2, go to chapter 2, verse 17. When you read, when they were arranging the books, and I want you to hear this, what is Esther chapter 5 was supposed to be Esther chapter 2? And what is Esther chapter 2 was supposed to be Esther chapter 5? Uh, are you following? When they were, remember, they were just arranging these books. Now, I want you to see something here. Go to chapter 2, verse 17. And the king loved Esther more than any of the other young women. This is very important. Why are we having issues today? People are saying, I don't know. I don't know who to marry. I don't know how to get married. You need anointing for marriage. Watch it. If I give you now, the problem will be which one to choose. So we have spoken of other anointings. And now we have spoken about the business anointing uh, and, and expansion. People don't even know how to grow their businesses. There is a special anointing in the book of uh, Genesis, chapter 26, from verse 12, 13. 
which is the Isaac anointing. You receive this anointing for expansion, business strategy, and growth. Now, we have spoken about anointing. And we have spoken about the anointing of favor. And we also spoke about the anointing of what? Creativity. These are not men of God's anointing. It's not for pulpit. It is not for here. It is for the congregants to have anointing of creativity. To have anointing of business expansion and growth. To have anointing of favor. And the church is not tapping into these anointings. But tonight I see this anointing falling on somebody. Wherever you're watching from, wherever you're watching from, there is an ability, there is an ability tonight. Power to cause changes. An anointing to cause changes. There shall be changes in your business. Changes in your employment. Changes in your family. Changes in your career. Changes in your ministry. Changes in your marriage. Your relationship. Your future. Receive it. We're going number what? We're going number 12. Anointing of worship. Wait a minute. Someone say anointing of worship. Ever seen people when you're home alone, you can't worship. It just feels like it's not making sense. But when you're in church, you even cry like this. Because you have no anointing at home. The anointing, you, find, you find anointing in the church. You as a person, you need to know there's a special anointing for worship. Most Christians do not tap into this anointing. When you catch this anointing, it opens up everything in your life. Anyone who is a worshiper, not on pulpit, not on, in the choir, not when you're in the congregation. Anointing of worship. Let, let me give you a scripture, okay? Let's go to, to uh, uh, quickly, the book of Psalm 89, all right? Now, we're going to check from verse 20 and verse 21. Now, hear what the Bible says. I have found my servant David. Did you hear that? What did God do with him? Anointed him. With what? Why? Verse 21. I will steady him with my hand. With my powerful arm, I will make him strong. Anointing of praise and worship. God put anointing on David to worship. And because of that, God says, I'll make everything around him stable. Oh, you didn't hear this. It says, because I have put oil on him of worship and praise, everything around him shall become what? Stable. The reason why some Christians fail to have stability, it is because they do not tap into the anointing of worship. Close the door in your house and begin to praise God. Begin to worship him. It's a special anointing. You begin to praise God in the time of trouble. You praise God in the time of joy. You praise God in time of difficulty. You praise God in the day of healing. You praise God in the day of sickness. You just praise God. And he says when you do that, he shall make everything around you stable. 
I decree this anointing over your family. You are receiving it's all loud and clear. Shut up, receive the anointing of worship. You need a special anointing. Uh, when, it, when you have trouble, that's when you see people how they pray. They even hit the wall of the house. As if it is that wall that is a problem. Now, learn to worship. You need a special anointing. Don't feel God only when you're in church. When you're home, feel the presence. Clap your hands for Jesus. Your tap of hands that you're clapping are not worship hands. Say amen. amen. Can I share with you something else? Can I share with you something else? Yes. We're going to number what? Yes. Number 13. Anointing of wealth management. Anointing of what? Do you know, do you know right now, there are so many people watching me who they don't even know what their money does. Do you know where they're like, I can touch money like this. And how it will finish in my hands. I can't even understand it. Do I have anyone else who, who ever experienced that? Where it's like they can even make money, but they don't even understand properly what happens thereafter. Can I see the hand up? If I have somebody... Now, you need what we call the anointing of wealth. The moment you get it, you'll be shocked yourself. Give yourself one year from now and check your bank balance. Anointing of what? The church is lacking. And we have people who say, oh, I don't know what my money does. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, my money goes off. I can't even see what I'm doing. It is because they do not realize there is a special anointing of worth management. Do you know what the Bible says? Now, want you hear this. Do you know what the Bible says? And one man who had this anointing so strongly on him was called Solomon. Solomon had an anointing that he would manage the resources he had to a level whereby when you come and you see how he manages things, you will admire not his worth, but how he manages. There was a queen who visited a king, Queen Sheba. She was a queen. She actually had money. She went with the tons and tons of gold to give Solomon. She did not admire the worth of Solomon. She admired the management. You are not understanding what I'm trying to say to you. You are not getting it. Now let's go to the scripture. Can I give you this? Now I want to show you this. 
Let's first of all read 1 Kings 3, verse 10 to 12. First Kings 3, verse 10 to 12. The Lord was pleased with Solomon, had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or worth or the death of your enemies, I'll give you what you asked for. I'll give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever would have. Now, check chapter 10. Check chapter 10 in King James Version. Chapter 10, from verse 4 to 5. Watch the scripture. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all Solomon's wisdom, Okay? Not when he had seen the money. But watch this. Solomon's wisdom, comma, and the house that he had built, too, and the meat of his table, and the sitting, how servants could sit, the management of his servants, and the attention Tenders of his ministers and the apparel. How, how even the dressing and his cupbearers and his what? Asset by which he went up into the house of the Lord. There was no more spirit in her. You didn't hear me. There was no spirit in Queen Sheba. It was not just the money he had, but how he even offered the sacrifices before God. It was part of the management. Give me NIV. That place there. I want you to see something here. All right? The food of his table, the sitting of his officials. Can you imagine his officials, how they were sitting? It's not normal. Like where you just throw yourself on the chair. So Queen Sheba was observing how they were sitting, cup bearers, how they were covering even the cups. Management, how you manage your business. How Solomon was managing his empire. He hired professionals. He had the right people. Watch this. On the same scripture, the Bible says what? It says, and the bent offerings he made at the temple of the Lord. She was overwhelmed. This man is so much wise in this way. He is so organized in this way. And he still goes into the temple to give. He still goes to the church to give. There's an anointing tonight that is coming upon somebody. The little money you're going to touch from now. You shall manage it in a way that you have never seen.